This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Huracan 2017. Crush your enemies, drive them before you, and hear the lamentations of their women. Delve into the many aspects of the Dark Ages at Huracan 2017 from September 28th through October 1st and experience the best historical miniature gaming convention in Florida. Hosted by the Historical Miniatures Gaming Society South Chapter, Huracan offers both the novice and the veteran hobby gamer a fantastic weekend of tabletop excitement and camaraderie. There will be over 100 different game events across nine scheduled sessions, and these activities will include war games, role-playing games, and board games across a wide range of time periods, genres, and rule systems. In addition to the games, there will be merchant vendors selling game product and fast and furious flea market loaded with hidden treasures and fantastic deals. And there will also be some of the most talented and friendly gamers with whom you ever could hope to share a game table. Huracan 2017 will be held at the Park Inn by Radisson Resort and Conference Center in Kissimmee, Florida, just off of U.S. Highway 192. Special convention rate hotel rooms are $82 per night, plus tax, with no additional resort fees. Convention pre-registration admission price is $25 for HMGS South members or $40 for non-members. For more information, visit hmgs-south.com and follow the links to Huracan 2017. The Dark Ages don't miss out. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce Hello, Antoinette. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's Deuce on the loose. You know the tag team champs. Man, we get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I got my main man, Deuce. What's up, man? Hey, man, we're the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're a twice weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with a good old Deuce salute. Yes, sir. 
Ah, cheers, cheers. You know what we missed? We missed our boy with the pops behind him giving us the, hey, this is so, this is cost of commotion, and you're listening to the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. So you know what? We're going to do it live. Do it live. So, do it live. So, sir, if you will go ahead and just say, hey, this is cost of commotion, you're listening to Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. This is cost of motion, and you're listening to Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Awesome, man. Well, I, we are so glad to have you guys. We're going to try and, and go around the circle, and we're going to – we're actually going to, for the listeners at home, we're going to name what is behind them so they can introduce themselves. So first we're going to go with the heart. Dean and Shalene, go ahead and introduce yourselves to the people at home. Hey, this is Shalene, and this is Dean. Awesome. And, uh, and our intro man himself with the pops behind him. This is David. And the gentleman uh, with the Batman uh, cowl behind him. This is Reg Paget. And the gentleman with the, uh, you know what that is. That's anime stuff. That's your, yeah, that's your wheelhouse. Yeah, it's Hokage, fourth yeah. Hokage. Uh, what's up, everybody? My name is Sean Hall, otherwise known as Dante Pool Cosplay. Awesome. And Skylar, give us a big shout-out, man. Hi, I'm Skylar Pinalis, also known as Skylord Cosplay. And the gentleman with the awesome uh, Mick Foley picture behind yes. him. Thanks. This is Marty uh, from Orlando Cosplay, but um, my individual cosplay name is Iron Bull. Awesome, awesome. So we're very excited to have everyone here. Uh, yeah, it's our second episode this week for Casa Commotion Week. Yes. Here on the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are so excited to have everybody. And guys, listen at home. This is going to be a wild card episode. This is going to be wild. This is going to be crazy. So strap on your big boy helmet because it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a very good time. We're super stoked. Uh, and it's really cool with the power of the internet. Uh, we were able to get everyone together, so uh, yay, that's that's awesome. So hats off to Skype, get yeah. everything figured out. So. <laughs> no, hats off to you, sir. <laughs> Johnny has hey, been doing this hey. for half an hour making it work. It's all good. Johnny hey, is But the we're man. all here, we're all happy, and we're all having a good time, and that's what this podcast is all about, bringing people together, having a good time, and tell, And we love to like lift everyone up, and that's what we're going to do today. We're going lift to everybody, lift everybody up, and uh, so... What is uh what is everyone getting together for, Deuce? What 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 do we got going on with Cos Commotion? Well, actually, this is where I'm going to send it to 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 Dean and them at the home base of Cos Commotion, if you will. What is the big thing that's coming up on you guys' radar? The next big couple conventions you're doing? Because I know you've got the uh, Spaceys coming up, and you guys are up for award, which is amazing. Uh, you need to go and vote for them mm-hmm. for for cosplayer for sure, and go and vote for our buddies Marku Forty Two on the podcast wise. But when it comes to cosplayers, Costco Motion needs to get your vote. Yes. And uh, besides Yay. that, yeah. Besides that, I I don't think Cecil will be mad if we say they should throw the official vote. I think we've got enough love from him that he'd be okay with that. <laughs> yeah. That you should give your official so. vote as the J and D's. You should yes. give it to Costco Motion. Uh, he should yeah. be definitely a close second. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we do love the band to death. But uh, tell us what else is going on besides the Spaceys that are right around the corner because your September is about as busy as my football schedule is. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, I wanted to take this opportunity for um, anyone who's going to be at the Spacey Awards, um, if you've worked with us, and, you know, if we're blessed with the opportunity to win, I want you to come up there with us because I don't want us there by ourselves because we would not have gotten this far without you guys. So 
for one, I just want to say thank you, you know, in advance. Whether we win or lose, it's the fact that we arrived where we have because of you guys. So thank you. Um, the next convention, though, will be Salt Lake uh, <laughs> on September 21st and 23rd. And then right after that, Megacon Tampa Bay. So we've got a crazy September. Which actually, I'll tell you what, I want to talk to you guys after Tampa Bay Comic Con. I really would love to have you guys on for an episode. Because I'd love to get your yeah. thoughts because uh, we've got some people we got thoughts from last year. It'll be their second Megacon in Tampa Bay. And besides Tampa Bay Comic Con, that's pretty much the biggest con that uh, Tampa Bay does now is Tampa Bay Megacon. So we'd love to get some boots on the ground. Uh, kind of what you guys are thinking and what you guys thought of the whole thing. We'd love to get your thoughts maybe afterwards. Do like a post-action report, if you will. Oh, yeah, for sure. So uh, you were talking um, about uh, they they're so they're gonna be going they're gonna be doing uh, Tampa Bay Comic Con Salt Lake City Salt Lake Salt, Salt, Salt Lake City Salt Lake City Comic Con <laughs> can't speak uh, that's a tongue that fast. yeah that's a tongue twister everyone's like every time I turn my head and I look back up I'm seeing people with masks on it's freaking me out oh my gosh I'm know, like looking right? at Deuce and I'm turning and I see Deadpool oh and it's start oh my gosh <laughs> now they're trying to outmask each other yes is what has happened oh my gosh. so yeah. <laughs> Lord. They can't see guys, it at home, but guys. this is great. People got lightsabers on, masks on, and it's, yeah, it's insane. It is guys, all... you realize this is audio only. Yeah, this is only audio, but we're getting a kick out of it, and everyone else is. But, yeah. Good but, time. yeah, no, but that's awesome. That's coming up. Now, what I want to do next is ask each cosplayer in the group, like, what is there when it comes to the cost of commotion, the, the gang, if you will? Like, what character does each person play? And I'm going to go first to Mr. McFoley over here and ask him, what character do you play when you do the cost of commotion booth? Hi, uh, I'm, uh, I play Hugo Strange. I'm a backup for David, though. I think David's the better one. So, <laughs> But, yeah, that's, that's the one I play. So, David, to ask you next. So, when you uh, are in the booth, you also play Doctor Strange. And I guess you guys, if you to use a wrestling reference, you guys tag team, if you will, on doing exactly. Hugo Strange. Yeah, yep. exactly. Our team, we tag team. We alternate. Is there is there another character? Like, if you guys both know you're going to the same convention... Do you both go as huge go strange and just kind of like you said tag team out and just kind of do it that way or does one say okay this weekend i'm going to be hugo you've got to do something different or do you guys just say screw it we're going to have two hugos i can just glue him on my back or i could be glued on his back since i'm smaller and we just turn around <laughs> do, you, do you glue each other on your stomach and maybe do like total recall with it yeah exactly oh. yeah hilarious that's yeah, a great movie if people have seen that <laughs> we each bring something different to it that's good yeah. well and i think that's great because uh, trust me you go to conventions all the time and you see multiple people doing the same cosplay the same character but i think you hit on something like everybody who does the character does something different and brings something different to the table so having multiple people doing the same role in my opinion only furthers the 
you know, the creativity of the booth and also gives you stuff to do. Plus, somebody's always got to hype up the crew. There's always got to be that guy outside kind of hyping up people to bring in. So you've got a built-in hype man there because you got somebody that can tag out and then go and be the hype man and be like, come get your picture taken. This is true. Well, uh, some people, like my friends have told me I look like the classic one and he looks like the TV show one. So that's, that's perfect. That's cool. So that, yeah. that way we're not, you know, it's two different things going on. Yeah, and no, and that's brilliant. Plus, you got to remember there's video game versions of Hugo Strange, and that's the great thing about you guys' characters. There's so many things you can do with it. You can do the Gotham version. You can do the Arkham City and Arkham Asylum games uh, version of it. You can do the comic version of it. So you can have multiple people doing the same role, but they all look different, and they all bring something different to the table. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, so uh, who else do we have? We have... Uh, the gentleman with the Batman cow. Reg. Reg, who do you who do you play? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, sir, we can, Reg. Oh, good. Um, I play Detective uh, Gordon from the new series. Nice. Good times. That's uh, Obviously, he's one of the main focal points he, yeah, of the show. Yeah, he's one of the main focal so, points of the show, good to which have is him. great to have him. Yep. And they also have a gentleman, or at least they did for a while, that did the other gentleman, his partner, um, that oh, they yes. had. Bullock, right? Yeah, Bullock. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Uh, who I have loved that guy as a character actor forever. I'm talking back even when he did his sitcom, I think in the 2000s, uh, Grounded for Life. Um, but there's so many great characters in that show, so many different people you can play and so many people you can bring into the booth, which I think is awesome, which just kind of adds to what you guys are doing, which is great. Um I think the next question I want to ask is, and we're going to ask it to each of you so you each have your time to shine, what has been your favorite moment in the booth so far? We'll have uh, the main crew go first, and then we'll... Uh, yeah, we'll ask Dean and them first. Yeah. What was your favorite mo moment so far in the booth? Like, was there a favorite or a special moment you had when you got your picture taken with somebody or, like, a story you had from the booth where you're like, man, like, this is why we do what we do? I think um, one of the highlights of our experiences in the booth was when we were at Claremont Comic Con and there was a young lady that was so, I mean, she was fanning out so bad that she couldn't come in the booth. Mm -hmm. So we had to go to her. And when we did approach her, she literally couldn't stop crying. Her hands were shaking. She dropped all her pictures on the floor because she was, you know, I mean, we kind of had to remind her, you knew, you do realize we are not those actors. And, we captured that on film, and it's on our YouTube channel. So um, I'm I'm pretty happy about that. Dean, you have one? Yeah, I think that was a big one. Um, we we both really enjoyed that moment. I know each of these guys probably have individual stories. Um, Sean Hall, who was our Ed Enigma, um, I know that you did a whole weekend with us uh, when we were in Orlando. I don't know what you experienced. Yeah, what's yours, Sean? Yeah, Sean. Uh, I, I actually... I, because I like being told I'm pretty. Um, I liked, Don't we uh, all? Don't we all? <laughs> I liked. Uh, I liked. I liked literally every person who was who just came up and they're like, "Oh my God, you guys look exactly like the actors." Like that's that's anything along those lines is automatically in my list. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we uh, we kind of uh, glazed over that for a second. You play. You're playing Enigma. 
Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, because we he's the only yeah. one we didn't ask. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. we're we, failing hard. Yeah, it's all right, it's okay. but we got you. Yeah, Just we got you. You're playing that Which much. also, yeah. before we move on to the next story, you've got to be very excited because the new main character for the Telltale Batman games, the main villain, yep. is going to be Riddler, this and you've got to be exact. super excited, sir. Exactly. Oh yeah, that's good. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked about it. Awesome. Uh, so let's have. Um, Let's see. Let's have David. Uh, what's one of your favorite moments at the booth? Oh, I, I got the biggest kick out of seeing an Instagram post with the picture of our group and <laughs> and people raving about it, um, that they're raving people that I don't really know raving about that picture saying, oh, my God, these guys look exactly like the cash cow. And everyone's <laughs> liking the post. I mean, I just tickled pink that I'm like, oh, that's me. You know, and, and I see that post, some random person's post on it and, and all the likes on it. So that's kind of cool. That's awesome. Uh, so uh, throw it to Skylar real quick because we haven't heard from you in a minute, brother. Have you had a favorite mi moment in the booth? I know you don't do the whole Gotham thing so much. You're doing the Star-Lord thing. and You're doing the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. But uh, you were nice enough to be on the first episode with us, which we greatly appreciate. But if you had a favorite moment so far. Um, well, there's just so many, I can't really pick one. Um, the one that Shalane said earlier where I had my back to one guy, and it was at Megacon, so it was right before Guardians came out. And so, of course, Star-Lord was going to be very popular. Uh, this guy came up behind me, and he's like, oh, look, another Star-Lord cosplayer. And I turned around, I'm like, thanks! And he's like, whoa! <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so uh, who do we have left? Who hasn't answered the question? Mick Foley. Mick Foley, yes, over down there. Hey, I think uh, I share the same with a little bit of everybody. Like um, I know like what, what David was saying, like when people are like, oh, my God, you look just like him. I think that's cool because I've always had low confidence. So it, it, does, like, it does a lot. Like it, it helps both sides, you know. And um, I think, let's see. My favorite time in the booth, I think, was when I had somebody I knew came running in the booth to take pictures with us, and he didn't know it was me until like after we took the pictures. He's like, "Oh my God, Marty!" He's <laughs> like, "I couldn't even tell that was you because you looked just like the guy." So That's that was funny. pretty cool. Well, and making just, people happy is like fun too. But I want to throw this out there: you yourself, sir, are one hell of a good-looking man. You should not have a low confidence uh, problem. So when you're in that yeah. booth, you should feel like the star of the show. <laughs> I mean, you should feel yeah. like you know a million bucks. Yeah, that, that's um, that's that's what's cool about cause of commotion and stuff. It, like I, I know Dean like found me at MalugaCon, so he gave me like the motivation that you know you can do this. I was hesitant at first. He Dean probably remembers, and uh, yeah, I, gave me a lot of self confidence back. So it was cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I mentioned to you guys uh, the last time that we did a, a recording. Sort of part of my job is I go out and I sort of eyeball people in the in the crowd at the cons, look for talent. I saw Marty. And the first thing I remember is that he looked just like uh, Vin Diesel. He, he he was doing a character that Vin Diesel does, and uh, and he looked just like him. It was awesome. But I started analyzing, um, you know, our stuff that we do for the Gotham. At that time, it was Gotham. We weren't even doing Guardians of the Galaxy at the time. And I looked right at him, didn't I, Marty? And I said, "You could do Professor Hugo Strange." Yeah, um, and he kind of gave me this. Ah, no, no, I can't. And I said, no, no, you can do it. I'm telling you, you can do it. And um, it, I just, 
just kind of clicked in my brain. So when I see people and I just decide you know, this is something that I think is going to make sense, I throw it at them. Some people think I'm crazy, and some say, oh, yeah, sure, I want to join in. But, um, yeah, I saw him, and I said, totally, you look different from our regular uh, Doctor Strange that we had, David Hankerson, but you still look like a Doctor Strange. And I was glad he decided to join in because it worked out real well. Um and that, that, in fact, I just go back to something you talked about earlier, guys. You're asking about having two guys in the set. What we do is we schedule guys because all these guys that come in when we're doing three or four-day cons, they don't want to spend all three or four days in the set with us, right. although Shalane and I do. So it gives guys like David and Marty a chance to maybe spend <laughs> a few hours and go out and play and see the con um, and, and then kind of tag team out. Or they'll spend one whole day and then not, not come back for another day so they can spend time at the con. So it's kind of nice that they don't have to just be locked in the in the booth with us the whole time. So yeah, yeah. and I w- actually wanted to add on something that you just said. Like you know, yeah, Dean give you a pep talk and kind of talk to you into it. I love Dean to death, and I've got a feeling if he gave me a pep talk, I could run through a building on fire. So I mean, <laughs> you having a guy like Dean talk you up and be like, hey, no, I'm telling you, you can do this. You've got the look. I'm telling you, you know, when you have somebody like that with you know. His uh, just his appeal, his charisma, tell you something like you feel like you can walk on water. So I mean, I I could totally see where you're coming Dean, from. Dean yeah. has moxie. De- yep, lots of moxie and lots of charisma. <laughs> like yep. I'm telling you, I I think uh, I, I I I totally understand where you're coming from on that one. Yeah, actually, I wouldn't tell anybody to go through a building on fire. I'm a firefighter. If I just <laughs> tell you to leave leave the building and let me go in, you. You don't don't go to the building when it's on fire. Don't don't do that. Well, that's why I use the reference because I know you're a firefighter and I know that's what you do for a living. Which God bless you, sir, because that is a yes. hard job. You don't get paid near enough to do it, and we salute you for your service. We do. Sir. We salute you. Thank you. We salute all well, everyone that's anybody that's in any sort of armed forces or anyone that's you know first responder. First like my brother, he's a yep. sheriff. Like yep. you guys. Do a lot of hard work for not enough money, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Definitely. Now, thank you, thank. Sean, you had your hand up earlier. Do you remember what your question was? Um, I like that I you raised your hand. Gonna, <laughs> well, I didn't want to interrupt anybody. I was just going to add on to the, uh, the the favorite moments thing. Um, I think, uh, and I could be uh, remembering this incorrectly, but I think uh, BD Wong, like one of the uh, Instagram posts or one of the Twitter posts at some point. Uh, the uh, B.D. Wong, for those that don't know, he's the uh, actual actor that portrays Hugo Strange in the Gotham TV series. He's also in about a thousand other things. Yeah, but that's got to be cool. Anytime somebody from, like, actual Gotham, like, sees you guys, like, I remember, to to use Dean and them as an example, they met the guy who actually plays the Penguin, and, like, he kind of fanned out at you guys. Like, I, I saw the video, and he was like, oh, my God, like, he like it, it took him back a moment because when he saw you guys in cosplay, he loved it so much. And when you see something like that, that's gotta not only lift your spirits, but it's gotta kind of bolster you. Like, hey, this guy gives us his seal of approval, and that's pretty big. Yeah, I, you know, one of the you know favorite moments that I enjoyed being in the booth is that uh, when people walk around and it's just the the gasp and then the eyes, you know, and it's like. Oh my God, you look just like, you know, and it's, you know, it's, it's a nice feeling, you know, I mean, even, even though that first day that Skylar met Dean, of course he was in Star-Lord apparel, but being in the booth, people were still looking like, wait a minute, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Is that them? That's not them. 
Is it them? I don't know, but it's amazing, you know? So it's, I mean, I just love this crew. This, these guys are awesome. Well, and it's a good feeling when you get those gasp in the eyes, because usually we get that, but it's like, who let these two hooligans in? Like, who let these guys from Polk County in hey, here? Hey, you guys got any beer? Yeah. It's a happy hour. Well, yeah, yeah. That happens <laughs> so much. That, and we've got to quit letting our friends know that there's beer under the table. Yeah, because they see these little 8-bit beer mugs up here, and they're like, and oh, people are these like, guys oh, got oh, beer. These guys got beer. We're like, no, we're not selling beer. And then all of our friends or cosplayers are like, Deuce, I know you got some beer under there. What's going on? <laughs> and I'm like, I, I've got some of the finest of Natty Light here in my cooler if you would like some. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I ain't giving my friends the good stuff. Like, I keep only cheap ass in there, just as much cheap ass as humanly possible. So, well, it makes you, it makes you feel any better. Light beer isn't really beer anyway. So. Well, yeah, that, that's what uh, my dad always said about Coors Light. It's kind of like making love in a canoe because it's Get close to water. So, PG, PG. Oh, that's gotta, right. Gotta, that's right. I, I, you gotta bleep gotta, it. Now now I gotta, gotta bleep, bleep it. Yeah. Now, okay, what is the timestamp? Yeah. Twenty-one minutes. Twenty-one minutes. And we made seconds. it twenty-one minutes. That's, that's way true. longer than I thought. And we made it through a whole other episode. So we did pretty good today. There we go. That's good. Good on you, Deuce. Good on me. This is the cleanest you've been vocally ever, ever, ever. Yep. <laughs> Well, guys, uh, what, is, what is your favorite thing about the booth? Because I think it's so cool when we talked about it in the last episode. Like, there are people that cosplay, and there's big cosplayers, like your Jessica Najiris, your Yaya Hans, but none of them are doing set play, which is what you guys do, which in my personal opinion is 100 times harder, but I think it takes your cosplay up so many levels because of the fact that you have a booth with a set that people can walk into and they feel like they're a part of the show. What is that like to you guys? Well, I'll, I'll take this one, Reg. I'm going to embarrass you. Now it's your turn. I kind of took my turn on, on everyone. Um, I didn't realize, as Jim Gordon, we we had the opportunity of, of him having a set of handcuffs, and I didn't realize how much he actually enjoyed flirting with the ladies with the handcuffs. <laughs> He's like, oh, we call that Tuesday night at my house. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wanted to hook up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. Well, at least he didn't lose the keys, I guess, is, is a good thing on that one. At least he had the keys with him on his key ring, I hope. But uh, yes. I don't know. I never did see the keys. <laughs> I had him. I had him. <laughs> but I'm sure someone would be close by to unhook him. <laughs> <laughs> when you see the guy running out the booth with them where they've just been cut off by the, the shears, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> That's when you know it went horribly awry. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. But how is that for you playing that character? Because you're playing an iconic character. Because I have always said with the Gotham show – is basically it it's they take some of the Batman mythos but they throw a lot of it out the window and just have their own fun with it. I like to think of it almost as an else world story in the DC universe like it's kind of like its own there you go my brother that it's kind of like its own spin on it and um how is it playing an iconic character like that and you know knowing that you're in this kind of different world and you can play different things with it. I, I really enjoy it because he's a very complex guy. You know, he has been through a lot of changes during the show from the beginning all the way up to where he is now. Um, 
And uh, I've always enjoyed Ben McKenzie and some of the other movies he's been in as well. So I really do enjoy it. And, and I feel a connection to the character. So I do enjoy playing it. You know, he's, he's, he, he try, strives to be good and correct, but he has a dark side. Well, if you don't show up to the booth at least once in a black tank top, OC style, I say you ain't about life. So, because uh, we said in our last episode, in my mind, that Gotham is basically in my head canon is basically Ryan from the OC decided he wanted to go in the military. And then when he got done, he was like, I can't go back to California. And then he went to Gotham and became a cop. Because if I remember correctly, I think part of his backstory is he was like special forces and was in the military and did some things before he did become a police officer. I believe so. I believe so, yeah. Which actually, and I've got to give it credit to all of you guys, one of my summer assignments has been I have been going back in on Netflix and watching Gotham because I stopped yes. mid Yeah. I stopped mid season one and I'm almost done with season one now because I've been doing a rewatch of all the Netflix Marvel shows getting ready for the Defenders. But in my between time I've been, you know, alternating kind of palate cleansing with a couple of episodes of Gotham here and there. And I, I've got to give credit where credit's due. I'm getting more hooked episode by episode. I think once I get into season two, I think the that's when the training wheels are going to come off, and then it's really going to go just just you know crazy straight up to the wall, if you know what I mean, of what's going mm -hmm. on. And I think that's when I'm really going to get excited. Mm -hmm. Season one is like cruise control, and the rest of them are like full throttle. Yeah, that's exactly yep. what everybody's told me. It's basically like, uh, to use NASCAR as a reference, it's restrictor plate racing until season two, and they pull that restrictor plate off, and they're like, you know what? Go as fast and as hard as you want against the wall, and we'll just see what happens. Yep. <laughs> this episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... Come check out the Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce live at Free Play Florida. So far, we've got confirmed guests, Billy Mitchell, Walter Day, George Lowe, the voice of Space Ghost on Cartoon Network, Keith Apicary, classic gaming whiz and self-proclaimed Sega CEO, Scott Adams, legendary creator of text-based adventures, and our good friend, Brian Colon, creator of Rampage and Arch Rivals. There will also be over 200 games at this event, including three 10-foot arcade cabinets featuring classic games like Star Wars. There will also be a console museum. Go get tickets at wp.freeplayflorida.com. Friday is going to be 25 bucks. Saturday is 30. Sunday is 25 bucks. Kids are, of course, five dollars. You can get the whole weekend, Johnny, for 60. And also, there's going to be an awesome Saturday night party which is $15, but it's going to be from 11.30 to 3 a.m., full arcade, music, plus live performances, and it's all at the newly renovated Double, Double Tree SeaWorld. So you definitely want to go check it out, and don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by the Lakeland Role-Playing Guild. Join the adventure with the Lakeland Role-Playing Guild. Founded in 2000, the Guild starts its 18th year of supporting and promoting the role-playing game hobby in September with a big anniversary party and some lightly structured games. The Guild hosts too many convention-style game nights every month on the 2nd and 4th Fridays, 
where you can find up to four scheduled and prepared games, plus up to three open tables all ready for a packed four hours of hobby-centered fun and fellowship. Among the regularly scheduled games on the LRPG's rotating calendar are three exclusive in-house ongoing campaigns, one exclusive in-house mini-campaign anthology series, and a few periodic episodes of members' personal home campaigns. The majority of those games are RPGs, but miniature war games hit the guild tables as well, along with the occasional board game. Some events also feature instructional clinics and roundtable discussions on a variety of game rules, techniques, and theories, so all participants can share their experience and learn more about the hobby from each other. The Guild also has planned gaming-free social outings on those random fifth Fridays that pop up some month. And of course, members of the LRPG take part in area conventions as players and game masters, as well as coordinate some activities with other gaming clubs. For more information on the Lakeland Role-Playing Guild, visit the website at lakeland-rpg.com or check out the social media at facebook.com slash Guild. And on Twitter at Lakeland RPG plus hashtag Dice on the Road. Lakeland Role Playing Guild. They play games. Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. Now, I had a question for all of you, um, and we'll start off with uh, Marty this time. I'm just trying to throw it around here. Uh, had you seen uh, the Gotham show? Uh, were you like watched it before you joined on, or is this something that you kind of knew a little bit about it, and then you watched it afterwards, or is this something you just were a fan before? That's a very good question. <laughs> it's uh, So I, I knew about it, and I watched an episode, and then he told me, and I watched, I watched a couple more. I'm not fully caught up though yet, sad to say, but that is next on my list as soon as I stop being so busy and can get to it. So, yeah, it's a good question though, yeah. Yeah, uh, David, I'll ask you the same question. Oh, I, I, was a, I was a big fan of Gotham, even before I joined Costa Motion, and I actually recognized Dean and Shalane at Supercon uh, what, uh, a year ago. And yes. I love their portrayal of their character, so I totally fanboyed at the moment. And I wasn't Hugo Strange <laughs> at the time. I was Gambit, but I took a Gambit. picture, and it was like, these guys are awesome. So, And I fanboyed over them. Uh, they did such a great job. <laughs> Thank uh, you. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, we're going to go with uh, Sean next. So uh, pre b- before I encountered Cause of Commotion, I, uh, I was aware of Gotham. I had maybe seen a couple of episodes, but... You know, nothing, nothing to sort of get me hooked. I wasn't, I wasn't instantly like just locked into it. And then um, it was a Collective Con, uh, yeah, Collective Con, which is a, a local convention in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. I, uh, I met, I met uh, Dean and Shalane there, and uh, they, uh, they, have, I had walked by their booth a few times because that's just what I do at cons. I walk around, and uh, they, they pulled me aside and they're like, "Hey, uh, you could, you could do uh, Ed Nigma," and I was like. Uh, that's is that the the Gotham version? I'm like, yeah. So um, I thought about it, and after I agreed to do it, I, uh, I I immediately went home. I started watching Gotham on Netflix. Uh, they had uh, they only had up to like season, they only had seasons one and two, and season three was still going. So um, 
I had to like go on uh, and uh, don't don't do this at home, kids. I had to go on Pirate Bay and uh, and find some. I had to acquire some episodes that weren't free on media. So I I, I did the homework. I uh, I fell in love with uh, Ed Nigma as a character. Um, I relate to him in the sense that you know we've all got that little voice in the back of our head that tells us you know be who you're supposed to be. Uh, so I'm 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 glad that I can sort of you know shed my skin and portray Edward Nigma for this wonderful people that I'm glad to call uh, my second cosplay family. Oh, that's Yay. awesome! And that's what it's all about. It's all about getting together and you know learning from each other and just enjoying that experience. You know, because I've been told by so many different people like that that feeling that you get when someone recognizes you or comes up to you and wants to take your picture. Like, you get this, like, it's a natural high that you get. You get, like, this elation that you feel, and it you feel it, they feel it. It's this awesome, like, uh, symbiotic relationship, if you will. And well, it's, you also feel that, too, yeah. because me and you both cosplay, yeah. and you felt it when you cosplay. We're not a third so. level, but we just have no, fun. No, we have not fun even with close. It. But, like, like, even us. We're like as, a training wheels little kid, probably gets on a shorter bus than the rest of the kids. Uh, cosplay <laughs> level. I don't know uh, if you can say that on, on the podcast. You can? No, I'm I, just kidding. I, I, I thought oh that was a polite god. way you're saying. I know what words I can't bus. use. Yeah. Oh my god. So uh, we we love short buses and long buses on the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, and um, so uh, yeah, so we just cosplay yeah. uh, for fun, uh, not at the level that you guys take it. Not uh, near. Which is awesome because like we and one thing I, and you probably you guys see it too is like we we love to watch other cosplayers and and kind of just kind of pick up techniques and and different things that they're doing and try to apply it to what we're doing. And yeah. uh, I think that's what's so great about what you guys are doing. You're always expanding, always growing, always trying to improve yourselves. And I think that's what makes you know makes what you guys are doing great. Thank you. We try. We want to show range. That's for sure. Absolutely. Now, a question I have uh, before. Sorry, my cat just jumped up. Weird. Uh, before before you guys uh, became part of the whole cause of commotion, had people come up to you before previously and said that you look like these characters or was it just Dean finding out everybody? Well, I contacted them directly. They didn't come to me. Oh, OK. I saw the good thing they were doing and I wanted to be a part of it. And most of the people I cosplay, I like to make sure I look very similar to them um, on there. Um, so that's how I ended up as part of the group. And they, they yeah, said, Send you know, me. and I did. And they said, yeah, I can see it. Go ahead. Yeah. It was I, I needed to see the picture. I needed because the other the other images that I saw, I didn't like I think I don't know if you had a facial hair, but. I, I didn't see, and then as soon as you sent me that one picture where you were clean shaven, I was like, yeah, this this guy, yeah. So, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody else besides uh, Reg, I probably most of the way seek most people out. Um, well, David, no, maybe David, I don't think we'd seek David out necessarily, but he just made sense. Now, David was the most committed I've ever seen because he li he actually shaved his head. That was crazy. He shaved his head <laughs> for the con. I couldn't. I thought he was gonna wear a skull cap. David has a full head of hair. Well, he shaved his head for the con, and nailed it. By the way, I mean he was dead on. It was, but I wasn't really expecting that much of a commitment. I was okay with him having hair. It would have been fine with me, but uh, man, that was that went that went above and beyond. That was amazing. Well, that's when you know David's your ride or die right there. Like that's your ride or die guy when he's like, no man, I shaved my head like. 
I'm I'm committing to the role. It's like, but you got to go to work on Monday, brother. Like you know, like when you do something like that, you know that that's your guy. Yeah, yeah, that was that was amazing. It isn't like see, we're all not so lucky like Skyler. Skyler just plain old looks like Chris Pratt. He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to change anything. He just steps out of the bed and he looks like a piece of cake. The rest of us have to kind of work at it, uh, shave our beards or take off our glasses or add. Add glasses on, you know, like for Sean. Yeah, yeah. Skyler got it made. He just walks out, and there he is. He's Chris Pratt. Well, that that's that's yeah. definitely awesome, especially with the I new th- booth. I think you guys, you guys are. are pl- I think you guys are playing a joke with this, and that's really Chris Pratt down there. And yeah. you haven't told us yet. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I, I I think so too. I think the joke's on us. Yeah. He's like. Just what. Uh, is, it's just what Chris Pratt does when he's when he's tired of being married to Anna Ferris. Somebody oh. made the joke before I did, and I'm glad it was somebody else. Yeah. So, yeah. He just caused a commotion on the internet. He, he so. did. He did cause a commotion on the internet. Um, but it, it's so great having you guys uh, from Cause Commotion on with us. Um, what What do you have coming up? What's the next biggest thing? And also to add to that. What what do you see the future of Casa Commotion being? Because now you got this new season of Gotham coming. Also, then this is big for Gotham. I read they're getting moved to Thursday night, which is huge because that's Ooh. the biggest advertising night. Yep. So it's if true. they put your show on Thursday, you know it's getting good ratings, yep. which we didn't really know that before. So yep. that's a big thing for them. So what do you guys think is what your your goal is for the future and going forward? I mean, I think with Gotham, you know, because, well, I don't know if I should tell you because you're only on season two, but I'll put you this way. There's a certain somebody whose last name rhymes with ish that is not really around. So we have to figure out what we're going to do with my character. I mean, honestly, we've talked about it, and I think she will continue to be a part of Cause of Commotion as far as my character is concerned. But I would like to see, for example, um, we, you know, I haven't really talked about it too much but in november we are going to be doing heroes and villains fan fest in atlanta and you know we got to talk about who's going to be available for that because robin laura taylor is there he, he will be there and i would just love to have him come to our booth and take a picture with us i mean that has to happen so that's well, definitely a major goal as big as he is on twitter <laughs> and as much as he like responds to his followers i don't think that will be hard plus you already have met the man, so it's not like he hasn't met you before. And also because, spoiler alert, I guess Fish Mooney is not around <laughs> after season two, which is fine. You can totally spoil it for me. I'm way late to yeah. the party. Um, that's a character that I think people really connected with and they really liked. So having a fan favorite there I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. Like if people like that character, keep that character in the booth. I mean, you know. Yeah. Plus, you yeah, nail it. You nail it every single time. So, I mean, I think it needs to be in the booth. But I think that for, you know, the upcoming um, concept for a set play, I mean, what we try to do is we try to kind of look um, among the horizon and see what's coming down the pike. So we've already talked about Avengers. So I would like to see, I mean, we obviously have a Star-Lord. We have a Gamora, you know. So now we Deadpool. have to see... <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> so we, right? So exactly. So we have to see, you know, once this movie like comes on the scene, that might be the next area that we go as far as like our set play. So I, I always want to be evolving. I don't want to conform to one genre. That's I, just, you know. But you that's know. smart. Just as a business standpoint, you always want to keep evolving. And plus, even if you just said, hey, everybody bring your Marvel cosplay and everybody played a different Marvel character or whatever. If you could go to a booth and it's like, hey, I can get my picture taken with like six or eight different cosplayers that are all playing a character in the same genre, even if, you know, because of course we know Deadpool's in the Fox movies, not in the MCU, like everybody else. I still think people will be like, hey, I want to get my picture taken there because it's more bang for your buck. Like, I'm getting a bunch of cosplayers in one picture instead of paying, you know, $20 to X cosplayer and I only get a picture taken with just that one person. But here's the thing. The reason why, like, we're, our brand is the way it is because just like you said, at a convention, I mean, let's face it, let's be honest, how many Deadpools do you see at a convention? So uh, the but thing so we want to make sure that whoever it is that's going to be a Deadpool in our, you know, or whatever co uh, character is going to be in our set, you've got to be 100% screen accurate because we, our thing is we want those con goers to say, you know, I know there's like three Deadpools around the corner at the men's bathroom, but I want to go in there because they're going to give me a prop. I'm going to be by a backdrop. I'm going to, I'm going to, it's going to be an awesome picture. And that's the thing that we pride ourselves on. We want them to have an experience and not just, I just happened to slap on a mask, so we're going to go ahead and take a picture over here by the water fountain. We don't want that. We want the ultimate experience when, when people come to our booth. Yeah. Well, and I think. And also, as far as. When it's... No, go ahead, Dean. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you asked about what we have in store for the future. So we're going to be doing uh, bigger sets. Obviously, we'll be doing more different sets, but we're also adding, as far as the business end of it goes, since we're doing a lot more work with the Guardians, um, we're going to be including, for the first time, we don't normally retail things at our booths. We don't sell things besides the fact that we're selling a photo, a photo that somebody could take with them. Um, I'm, build, I'm in the process of building uh, different custom-style blasters that look a lot like the blasters that are being used in the movie, and they're going to be for sale also because what we've been doing all along is letting uh, our guests um, actually use some of the blasters that I built uh, in the set for their photos and more and more of them loved it and wanted to know if they could buy them and of course I said no because I need them as props but now I am actually building an inventory of them so we're actually going to offer uh, the very blasters that you could pose with for sale and I know a lot of the people who are fans of that genre are going to enjoy the different kind of blasters that I built um, so that's kind of our next kind of expanding what we're doing for the business well, and I think that's smart because when you have a booth, you need to be able to sell multiple things. So adding, like, I can sell blasters, I can sell, you know, whatever, I think only adds to the marketability. But also, as a businessman, adds to the profitability of what you're doing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. I like, uh, I like building the stuff. To me, building the sets and building the props is the most fun part of this business. So that's kind of my little contribution to the to the business yeah and i think it's great too because 
uh, it's a souvenir almost. Like if they, go, they say, hey, well, I want to be able to remember this with a picture, but I also can like put this piece on my mantle and be like, I remember when I went, took a photo at this convention, and you have something they could show people, show their kids, show their family members, and it's it's just really cool to, that you're able to do that. And they they take for them, it feels like, it feels like they're taking a piece of the set with them, you know, and it's something they can keep and hold on to. It's really neat. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome, guys. And also, I wanted to say, just because I know it's your tagline, like you said, I don't want my Deadpool or whatever to look like the same three guys you'll see outside. Uh, and I'm going to butcher your tagline. I apologize, but it's constant commotion where the cosplay comes to life, or the where or it looks real, looks or real, something like that. What's yeah. The, what's the tagline? When the, when the cosplay looks real. Yeah. Okay, you got it. I had it. Yep. Yep. But And I think that that's smart because you guys always make sure that everybody's cosplay looks as close to life as possible, as real as possible. So when they come to your booth, it's as real as it possibly can be. So that's why people fan out like the girl you were talking about that like you had to coax her into the booth because she, you know, she thought it was so real. And I think it's great everything you guys are doing. Uh, And again, we want to say thank you for coming on tonight. And again, thank you. For, for being on the show and being a part of Costco Motion Week here on the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. So we want to go around one more time, let everybody introduce themselves and give out all their social media choices. And uh, Dean, you guys, we're going to start with you and then we're going to work around. Sure, yeah. Um, I'm Dean Demarest and uh, this is my wife, Shalane Demarest. We are the Costco Motion team. Um, we're actually the beginning of the Costco Motion team. We keep expanding. Um and I guess I'll throw it over. We go to Mark. Hey, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm Marty. Uh, my website is OrlandoCosplay.com. Uh, at Orlando Cosplay on social media, and my individual cosplay is at Ironpool. Like in the first O is a, a zero because the other one was taken. But so yeah, Ironpool with the first O is a zero, and um, that's that's about it, I guess. Well, brother, I want to tell you from a marketing standpoint, you need to sit on that Orlando cosplay as long as you can because I'm telling you, somebody is going to want to buy that off of you, and you can make some bank off that. I've got an offer. I turned it down, though, because the the certain person I wanted to buy it wasn't a cosplayer themselves and wasn't really in the community. They kind of wanted to flip it, so I said no. I I don't think I could part with it. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to at least get a uh, uh, hundred thousand, easy. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if it's Orlando cosplay, I'm was, sitting on well, that until the wheels come off. It, it was about around that much, actually. I, I still said no just because it's, it's, it's like my passion, you know. It's, there you go. It's like if someone bought something I wasn't passionate about it, I would, I would hate. Like it's like your kid, you know. You'd hate to see it like right. go somewhere else in a different direction. So true. I yeah. guess you're a way better man than me because I'm in like, if you'll pay a hundred thousand, give me a hundred and fifty thousand and yours. <laughs> Cause I would totally take the money and run. Well, that's why you're not part of God's e- Exactly. Because I'm a horrible person and I would have taken the money and run as fast as I could. Oh my gosh. Uh, and we'll go to um, Reg. We'll go to Reg. I am uh, Reg Paget. I play Detective uh, Gordon on the set of Cause of Commotion. I have a couple Facebook pages that I update. Uh, the first one is Arkham Justice and Justice League. The uh, second is Time Warp Designs and Rampant Riddler is a third one. Awesome. Uh, we'll go David next. 
Hi, I'm David. You can find me at on Instagram as Dave Hankerson, D-A-V Hankerson. And <coughs> see my cosplay page, it's Minoru Blue Cosplay. M-I-N-O-R-U-B-L-U, Minoru Blue Cosplay. That's my cosplay page, and you can see all my different cosplays. Awesome. Uh, we'll go to Sean. Uh, hi, I'm, uh, I'm Sean Connor Hall, and uh, I'm on uh, my cosplay page is on Facebook, uh, just Dante Pool Cosplay, and I'm on Instagram at Dante Pool Cosplay. That's Dante like the Inferno and Pool like the Dead, and then cosplay, all one word. Nice, good times. Uh, the Skyler. Hey, uh, Skyler Pinalis. My Instagram name is Sky Lord cosplay um and on my facebook page i've actually combined both my historical reenacting page and my cosplay page so the full title is the king's own tailor and skylord cosplay awesome and uh any last things that you want to say uh shalane and um dean uh yes i wanted to actually plug in our website we have www.causeemotion.com as well as our Instagram handle is a little different because somebody else was sitting on Cause of Commotion and won't give it up. So it's um, at Cause of Commotion Cosplay in case someone tries to find us there. And then on Facebook, um, the handle is Cause of Commotion. So I just want to add that little bit in there. Well, I want to say, I think in your group, uh, you got a guy. You got a guy that takes care of things like that. Maybe get him off that page. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Just say it. Uh, you over there in the Deadpool costume. You need to get to work, son. You need to get to work. <laughs> awesome. Handle it, Sean. <laughs> you, you, seriously, uh, from, bottom of, it. from the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy schedule yes, to join us. Yes, thank you guys so much, and thank you to Dean and Shalene for staying with us for, God, goodness gracious, over two hours. We yep. went longer than we thought we'd go yes. tonight. Staying with us all night because I know you got more important things to do than – talk to us a couple of schmucks but uh we greatly appreciate it and thank you guys so so much for coming on the show again no thank you we, yeah, we, we appreciate thank you, thank you. Yeah. anytime guys the door is always open and it's open to all you guys as well so feel free to hit us up uh we love having you guys on and speaking of uh ways you can find us you can find us at hh podcast show on the twitter machine you can find us at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to send us your questions to Buck, and you can put in the subject line, Ask the Buck. Uh, we're going back to the Retro Game Treasure Compound very, very soon, and we're going to take our questions. Also, you can go to facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. Also, you can go to soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. We've got almost over 300 episodes now that you can go and listen to. And, of course, when you're on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags. Hashtag Happy, Happy Hour, Hour podcast, podcast. Hashtag HH, HH podcast, podcast Show. And hashtag Deuces, Deuces on, on the, the loose. loose. Later. Bye.